Okay, so let's get this started. And what is truth, right? Pontius Pilate, he asked Jesus this question literally in John 18, 38, right? Jesus is talking about truth and Pontius Pilate, this is right before Jesus is going to be convicted and hung on the cross. And Pontius Pilate says, what is truth? What is truth? That's the most important question that you can ask. What is truth? Okay, and that's what we're talking about tonight. This is a video, and it has sound to it at some point in time. <laughs> this is worth the price of admission, isn't it, Greg? Truth is really hard to define because... Let's see if we can back that up. Okay. What is truth? Truth is... Truth is just uh, when... I don't know. <laughs> That's a really hard question. What, what is, is truth? truth? Truth is really hard to define because a lot of different people have different set of beliefs. Present moment is truth, I think. What is truth? Truth will set you free. I truly believe there's a difference between fact and truth. Truth is very hard to give a definition to, I think. Truth is what kind of guides you. The lack of guilt is truth. Truth. I like to think of as, imagine a cathedral of the world, and there are windows, lots of windows in this cathedral, and truth, with a capital T, shines through the windows. So when I ask you something, you just have to tell them the truth. People expect people to tell the truth. I think truth is a belief system. Fact is concrete, like there's a brown table here. But if you want to believe it's blue, then that's your truth, that's your reality. Truth is what really happened. Truth is honesty, is truth. Everybody sees things in different ways, so one person's memory can be different from another person's memory and what happened. There are people out there who say there is no truth. You can just create your own truth. I define truth as the way the Bible has given us instruction to live. And then we, humans, are inside and we're looking at this truth shining through all these windows. We're seeing the refraction, the reflection. We're looking at it out of our own eyes and heart. And we're, we understand it in a way that makes sense for us. In a philosophical sense or a factual sense, if you talk in philosophy, different people with different value systems may have different what they see as truth. Uh, if you look at truth is fact, then you have historical facts you can verify, you have scientific facts. So therefore, I might interpret truth through the lens of Christianity. I might interpret truth through the lens of science. I tend toward more of the empirical truth of, of facts. Something is true when uh, it's untainted. You're talking on the materialistic level. Uh, truth is two and two. Two is four. There's no way around it. You're talking on the spiritual level, which is a much higher realm. You're talking about the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. All religions believe that what they believe is the law of the universe. I have a bit of the truth. You have a bit of the truth. Each of us does. Truth is always with us. Truth is just believing in somebody or not. There has to be a fixed truth, in my opinion, for the universe to function properly. What is truth? It's a relative. 
What do you think of that? Sound right? So the one young lady, she's sitting at a picnic table, and she says, I say this picnic table's brown, but if you say it's blue, that's your truth. Does that sound right? Why is that not right? I'm sorry? It's not what? It's brown, right? And brown is brown, and brown is not blue, and you can't wish it to be some other color. A lot of different ideas about truth in that six-minute video. And we're going to bring some clarity to that tonight as we work through this. And so relative truth, and that's what Jude, right? She's the universal Unitarian lady with the, the right, the, the colored windows and the sun shining down. And, you know, you got all this truth, right? And she said truth is relative. And so what is relative truth? This is what it is, right? You may have heard this statement before. I'll bet you some of you have even said this first statement. You have your truth and I have my truth, right? That's relative that's a relative statement, okay? That's a relative statement. And look, I'm just going to cheat and just give you, give you the end right now, right? There is no your truth and my truth, right? There's only the truth. That's all that there is. Anything else is we're just playing word games, right? We're just doing our little word salad and trying to mix everything up so that we can fit in with what the world says. You have your truth, I have my truth, Right? Relative truth is a matter of perspective or preference, right? I'm a big ice cream fan. And look, the best, this is the best ice cream in the world. It's sea salt caramel ice cream, right? It's, it, it's the best. Look, look, this, this isn't open for discussion, okay? That's the best. That's the truth, right? That's preference. That's relative. Because some people might not like the sea salt caramel ice cream. They can go get counseling, but that's okay because it's really good. But truth, relative truth, it's usually based on feelings and not facts. I feel like it. My taste buds tell me that this sea salt caramel ice cream is the best. But that's just my preference. And so often in our culture, in our society, right, we let our feelings direct what we believe to be true, okay? That's relative. So what truth is not, okay? What truth is not? Truth is not whatever works, right? That's called pragmatism. Just because it works doesn't make it true, okay? Truth is not determined by feelings. That's emotionalism. Now, I've talked with a lot of people. Well, I, I'm just very sincere about what I believe. That's a feeling, that's a feeling. Feelings do not determine what is true, right? Truth is not determined by a democratic vote. Truth is not determined by the Supreme Court or the government, okay? That's what truth is not. What is truth, right? The one young lady that was on there, truth, she said, truth is telling it like it is, telling it like it is. Truth is discovered. It's not invented or determined. Truth is something that exists, and it's there for us to discover it, it's not for us to make it up. It's not for us to determine what is and what is not truth. We discover what truth is. Truth is that which matches reality. Truth is that which matches reality. Truth is unchanging, even if our beliefs about truth change. 
Truth never changes. Okay? And contrary beliefs are possible. Contrary truths are not. Right? The brown picnic table or the blue picnic table, it could be a contrary belief, but there's only one of them that's true, or they could both be wrong. It could be a pink picnic table. Contrary beliefs are possible. Contrary truths are not. Okay? So what is truth? All truth is absolute or objective. Sometimes we'll call it objective truth. And this is the definition. This is what you got. Absolute or objective truth means something that is true for all people, all times, all places. Right? Three plus two is what? It's five. That's right. Very good. Right? And so if we were to go to China, what would three plus two be? In China? How about Russia? It's still going to be five. I'll tell you what. What if we go 500 years in the future? What is three plus two? What if we go a thousand years in the past? It's true for all people, all places, all times. That's absolute or objective truth. Listen, here's, a, here's another thing. Man, I hear people say all the time, well, you, you need to be more open-minded. You need to be more open-minded. And I'm like, what am I supposed to be open-minded to? Your ideas? Look, we're only required to be open-minded to the truth. Look, truth by its very nature is narrow. It is narrow. Why? Because three plus two is? Can it be any other answer? Of all the other possible answers in the world, it can only be one answer. It is narrow. Truth claims are absolute, absolute truth claims are narrow and they are exclusive. Truth will always exclude what's not true. Three plus two is five. That means there's no other answer that's possible. It can only be five. So examples, there's the three plus two. Uh, the earth revolves around the sun. Doesn't make a difference what you believe. It doesn't make a difference where you're at. It doesn't make a difference what time and place in history you're at. It's always going to revolve around the sun. Joe Biden was elected president of the United States in 2020. doesn't make a difference what country you live in or what time period you live in. That's true, okay? And the sun always rises in the east. Again, doesn't make any difference what you think about that, what you don't think about that, or where you live. The sun's always rising in the east. Those are examples of truth. So, you should only trust those ideas, beliefs, and traditions or religions that are supported by evidence and point to the truth. Evidence and point to the truth, right? The engineer was talking about philosophical truth, like that's a different kind of truth, and that there's what he, he used the word empirical or something that's got evidence is what that is. Look, truth is truth, whether it's philosophical, whether it's scientific, whether it's you're you know, whatever it is, truth is truth. There's not a philosophical truth and there's not an empirical truth or a scientific truth, truth or a biological truth or whatever else it is. Truth is supported by evidence and it always matches reality. Okay, we good? Questions? And there is none, as we thought. Okay, we can know the truth through nature, right? Romans 1.20 tells us this. Right? For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. 
through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, so they have no excuse for not knowing God. We can know truth through nature. Some truth, not all truth, but we can certainly know some truth through nature. We can know truth through our conscience. Romans chapter 2, verses 14 and 15 tell us that. And it says, for their own conscience and thoughts, either accuse them or tell them they are doing right. Right? So we can know truth through nature. We can know some truth through our conscience. And we can know truth through logic. Right? That's rational, reasonable thinking. There's rules of logic. We're not going to go into that. But I do like this one, the law of non-contradiction. Right? The law of non-contradiction helps us discover what's true or not. I'm a married bachelor. Is that true? Why not? That's right. You can't be a bachelor and married at the same time. Right? I like my hairstyle. It's a full head of hair. Right? True, right? We can all get this. Right? That's a, that violates the law of non-contradiction. Clearly, I don't have a hairstyle. Or at least I don't have any hair. Right? Opposite ideas cannot both be true at the same time and in the same way. Opposite ideas cannot be truth at the same time and in the same way. The, the, earth, the round earth is flat. That violates the law of non-contradiction. Violates the law of non-contradiction. I'm a female trapped in a male body. Clearly a violation of the law of non-contradiction because we're either male or we're either female. I can't be a female trapped in a male body. Science says that. The laws of nature say that. God's word says that. That's evidence that points to that's not truth. That's evidence that points to I'm not, that's not truth. Okay, that would violate the law of non-contradiction. We know the truth through the Bible. Isaiah 45, 19 says, I, the Lord, speak only what is true and declare only what is right. Why is truth important? So Jesus came to testify to the truth. That's what Jesus was telling Pilate in John chapter 18. It says, Pilate asked him, so you're a king? Jesus answered, you say I am a king. Actually, I was, bless you. I, actually, I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize what I say is true. And then Pilate comes back in verse 38 and says, what is truth? What is truth? So Jesus came to testify to the truth. Truth reflects God's character. Truth reflects God's character. Something is not true because God says it's true. Right? Something is not true because God made it true. Right? Something is true because it reflects God's character. God just doesn't speak truth. He is truth. And so when we talk about love, right, God just doesn't. Love people, he is love. And so whatever flows out of his character is good, it's righteous, it's holy, and it's true. Okay? Because it comes from his character. All that God says is truth. All that God does is truth. Anything that contradicts or opposes God's truth is a lie. 
Look, that's all. If you know God's character and you see something in the world, does that match God's character? And if it matches God's character, it's true. If it doesn't, then it's not true. Right? We can just take love. Bible tells us, 1 John chapter 4, I think it's 8 or 9, and it says God is love. And most people in the world will agree with that. But how they define love is not what matches God's character. Right? The world defines love as, oh, I have to affirm your lifestyle. Even though the Bible speaks against that lifestyle, even though God's character speaks against that lifestyle, that's not love. That's not love because it doesn't match God's character. Truth always matches God's character because it flows from God's character. So what does the New Testament say about truth? Truth is reality. That's Hebrews 9.24 and John 1.9. Truth is reality. Truth is opposed to what is false. And then you have those verses with it. All lies or that which is false comes from Satan. All right? It tells us Satan is the father of lies. The truth sets you free from what is false, right? That's what the, one of the guys that's standing by the barn said. Well, the truth will set you free. Do I need to move out of your way? <laughs> the truth will set you free is what the guy said, the older guy by the barn. When truth is revealed, it always demands a response, right? There's only two possible responses to truth. You either reject the truth, which the world does that every day, or you accept the truth. There is no, uh, I'm just going to wait. You've just rejected the truth. That's, that's what you've done. You either accept it or you reject it. Those are the only two options. What are you going to do with the truth? When we reject the truth, we turn away from God and we turn to that which is false. We do evil and we'll be condemned for it, and we suppress the truth. We oppose God. If we suppress the truth, in other words, if we hold the truth down, if we don't let the truth be spoken, we are opposing God when we do that. And so you may say, yeah, you know what? I just don't, I just don't believe that whole you know, male and female thing. I think you, know, you can pick any gender you want. You're suppressing the truth. That's what you're doing. I don't accept what God says. I'm just going to accept what the world says. That's what's taking place. You either accept truth or you reject truth. When you reject truth, ultimately, you reject God. Ideas have consequences. Winston Churchill said, men stumble over the truth from time to time, but most pick themselves up and hurry off as if nothing happened. If we reject the truth, we consider it unimportant or irrelevant, and we'll continue on with our wrong opinions, views, and actions. Right? When we reject the truth, we'll end up believing that all religions are equal and all beliefs lead to heaven. Right? And that's what Jude, right? She was, the again, the, the lady in the church. And that's what she was sitting there saying. Well, you've got the truth with the capital letter T, right? And it exists outside of this. And then it's light just filters down through all of these windows and then Everybody gets their own truth and everybody gets their own path to heaven. Right? It's called universalism is what it's called. And man, it sounds so nice. It just sounds really nice. 
There's only one problem with that. What is it? It's false. It's not true. Look, I wish everybody could go to heaven. Everybody has the opportunity to go. And I think we need to be clear about that. Everybody has the opportunity to go to heaven. It's will they accept the truth of that through Jesus Christ or will they reject it? Right? Ideas have consequences. Good ideas bring good consequences. Bad ideas bring bad consequences. Ideas have consequences. When we reject the truth, it leads to a chaotic society where everybody does what's right in their own eyes. God created every single person as an image bearer. Genesis 1.26 tells us God created them in his image. Created them in their image. Male and female, he created them. And everybody and everything that God created, he created with purpose and design. And as long as we are following along and trying to walk in God's purpose and in God's design for our life, for our families, for our church, for our country, things will go better. Not perfectly, but things will go better because we're following God's purpose and design. Look, you know one reason why peanut butter or bubblegum broccoli is so bad? That's not God's purpose and design. And I can't prove this, but I think broccoli came after the fall. I can't prove it, but that's just me thinking. That's, that's my relative truth right there, okay? That's my relative. It came after the fall. And as we get further away from God's purpose and design, things become worse and worse and more problematic, and we see more trouble in our lives. We see more chaos in our world. It's because we are moving away from God's purpose and design. When we reject the truth, we'll ultimately reject the idea that all humans are made in the image of God, and this will eventually lead to the oppression of people. Look, what you think about God is the most important thing you can think. It will affect every area of your life. Right? Atheists think about God. They just think that he does not exist. And that just paints everything else in their life and everything else around them. And it paints it false. Questions? We good? All right. When you reject the truth, you become fools. That's what Romans 1, 19 through 22 says. When we reject the truth, we become fools. What happens when we accept the truth? Right? We, when we align our lives with the truth, it leads to a more orderly, in other words, morally, socially, financially better society. When we align our society, when we align ourselves with truth, our culture with truth, things go better. When we accept the truth, we're more inclined to treat all people with respect and honor. Right? And you got people, we just got to love everybody. Look, if you're not lined up with truth, you don't know how to love people. You know, we talk about that, you know, you got to affirm everybody's lifestyle. That's just like saying, right, I had a son and he struggled with, he struggled with alcohol and he struggled with, with drugs and stuff. And so according to this idea that I just need to affirm all of these lifestyles is I would just need to say, oh, I just need to accept my son as an alcoholic and drug addict. 
As a matter of fact, I just really need to encourage that in his life and give him alcohol and give him drugs. That's not love. That's hate. But the world would say, oh, you have to affirm my lifestyle. No, you have to walk in truth. You have to walk in truth. That's what, you, that's what we're called to do. Um, leads to righteous life as opposed to unrighteous life. Truth does. How do we ultimately determine if something's right or wrong? True or false? How do we do that? All right? We need to go to God's word, which leads us to God's character. And that's our measuring stick for determining what is true and what is false. Because if you look to the world, they'll tell you what's true, only it'll be a lie. And where do lies come from? They come from Satan. Are they Satan? No, they're not, but they've been taken captive. They've been taken captive by the lies of the world. And you know what? They want to take you captive. They want to take you captive. What is truth? Truth is... Truth is just uh, when... I don't know. That's a really hard question. What is truth? Truth is really hard to define because... A lot of different people have... Different. ...set of beliefs. Present moment is truth, I think. What is truth? Truth will set you free. I truly believe there's a difference between fact and truth. Truth is very hard to give a definition to, I think. Truth is what kind of guides you. The lack of guilt is truth. Truth, I like to think of as, imagine a cathedral of the world, and there are windows, lots of windows in this cathedral, and truth, with a capital T, shines through the windows. So when I ask you something, you just have to tell them the truth. People expect people to tell the truth. I think truth is a belief system. Fact is concrete, like there's a brown table here. But if you want to believe it's blue, then that's your truth, that's your reality. Truth is what really happened. Truth is honesty, is truth. Everybody sees things in different ways, so one person's memory can be different from another person's memory of what happened. There are people out there who say there is no truth. You can just create your own truth. I define truth as the way the Bible has given us instruction to live. And then we, humans, are inside, and we're looking at this truth shining through all these windows. We're seeing the refraction, the reflection. We're looking at it out of our own eyes and heart. And we're, we understand it in a way that makes sense for us. In a philosophical sense, or a factual sense. If you talk in philosophy, different people with different value systems may have different what they see as truth. Uh, if you look at truth as fact, then you have historical facts you can verify, you have scientific facts. So therefore, I might interpret truth through the lens of Christianity. I might interpret truth through the lens of science. I tend toward more of the empirical truth of, of facts. Something is true when uh, it's untainted. You're talking on the materialistic level. Uh, truth is two and two. Two is four. There's no way around it. If you're talking on the spiritual level, which is a much higher realm, you're talking about the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. All religions believe that what they believe 
is the law of the universe. I have a bit of the truth. You have a bit of the truth. Each of us does. Truth is always with us. Truth is just believing in somebody or not. There has to be a fixed truth, in my opinion, for the universe to function properly. What is truth? It's a relative. So is truth relative? No. Who on there got it right? Kyle. Yeah, I mean, there other people kind of kind of got it going on, right? They, they got some, they got around the edges of truth. They kind of got around, you know, they were touching on it. Man, Kyle, a 13-year-old kid figured it out. He figured it out. And he said it has to rely upon a fixed purpose. Do you know who that fixed purpose is? It's God, right? God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving, and he's unchanging. And because we have a God like that, and because a God like that exists, truth can exist. And because we serve the God like that, we can know. We may not know what the truth is about a certain situation, but we can, we can know it. We can find it. It's possible because we have a God that's all-knowing, all-powerful, and unchanging. Unchanging is key. Right? Because if we're just relying upon the Supreme Court to give us truth, man, they change all the time. They change their cases all the time and what they determine to be right and wrong. Presidents, governments, you and I, if we got this moving scale of truth, we have no truth at all. There's the truth. So we have these verses, 1 Timothy 1.5, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I'm foremost. Every word of God proves true. We saw some of these already, right? Who is truth? Who is truth? This will work. What you think about God is the most important thing you can think. Again, I've talked about that already briefly. A high view of God leads to a proper view of self. If you have a high view of God, you'll have a proper view of who you are and who the rest of humanity is. Look, we live in a world that sits there and says, I believe people are generally good. And some of you may think that. I believe people are generally good. Look, if people were generally good, our world wouldn't be in the mess that it's in today. That's the evidence. Our world wouldn't be as messed up as it is today if people were generally good. And when we say that people are generally good... We get to that next one. We have a low view of God and we have a high view of ourselves. We can figure this out. We don't need God. A high view of God leads to a proper view of self. A low view of God leads to a high view of self. God is truth. He's the rock. His work is perfect. Everything he does is just and fair. He is a faithful God who does no wrong how just and upright he is. Numbers 23, 19, God's not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He has said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make good? That's God's character. Jesus Christ is truth. John 14, 6, you probably know that. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. John 1, 14 is the word of is full of grace and truth. John 1, 17, the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through 
Jesus Christ. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. The Holy Spirit is truth. You have these verses here. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth. The Father's truth, the Son is truth, the Spirit is truth. That's their nature. Not only they speak it because that's their nature, that's their character. So when the Spirit of truth comes, he'll lead you in all truth. The Bible is truth. It's only through God's word that we can have an accurate view of reality or what truth is or who truth is. Okay? And so we end where we began. Where Pontius Pilate asked, what is truth? You know, the reality of it is, is if Pontius wanted to ask a more accurate question, he would not have asked, what is truth? He would have asked, who is truth? And then we get a more accurate question to give us a clearer response. Who is truth?